This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, November 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump mulling Iowa for signing China deal, but deal may not resolve all ag issues. The A picks faces learning curve. China praises agreement with U.S. on core principles. China is offering new hope that the phase one trade deal that's supposed to be a boon for U.S. ag exports can be finalized and signed this month. High-level U.S. and Chinese trade officials continued trade talks on Friday and were able to reach, quote, a consensus on principles, according to a statement released Friday by China's Commerce Department. The negotiators, including U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Chinese Vice Premier Liu He, moved on to begin discussing Phase 2, the Chinese said. Meanwhile, President Trump on Friday threw out a possible new location where he and Chinese President Xi Jinping could sign the trade pact, Iowa. Trump and Xi were hoping to sign the Phase 1 deal at an Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in Santiago, Chile, November 16th and 17th, but the event was canceled because of massive street protests. I don't think we're looking at a long delay, U.S. Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney said about the loss of the Santiago venue. I don't get a sense that either president wants to delay this. Both want to get it done. Phase one may only be a partial ag deal. While China will be agreeing to new ag purchasing and changes to ag policy of the phase one deal, some of the thorniest issues may take additional negotiations, McKinney tells AgriPulse. I'm certain both sides want to put as much ag into phase one as they can, but inevitably there are just some things that are too heavy a lift, so it would not surprise me that there would be some ag coming into another round or two, McKinney said. I don't know how long this will go or how many rounds there will be, we're focusing on round one now. National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow, speaking to reporters on Friday at the White House, said the agriculture chapter is just about closed down for phase one, but noted that there was still plenty of work left to do on an enforcement mechanism. Pelosi, USMCA vote could be pushed to 2020. House Democrats continue to negotiate an agreement with the White House on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement in an effort to wrap up the talks. But House Speaker Nancy Pelosi admitted the process may get pushed into 2020. In an interview with Bloomberg, Pelosi said, We're on a path to yes, and I think every day brings us closer to agreement. I'd like to have it done as soon as it's ready. I wouldn't rule it out next year. Hopefully, we can do it sooner. But I said when it's ready, we'll do it. Staunch USMCA supporters like Senate Finance Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa have warned that if the House doesn't approve the trade pact this year, it may get pushed aside completely next year as election activities kick into high gear. By the way, the House is in recess this week, but a group of House Democrats will be in Ottawa this week for a day of meetings to discuss the trade deal. Representative Ron Kind of Wisconsin tells AgriPulse. Now don't miss our look at this week's agenda in the nation's capital in Washington week ahead and this week's AgriPulse open mic interview with Senator John Tester of Montana. He talks about the pending USMCA trade agreement, trade relations with China, and other issues. Cancer Doc picked for FDA. 
As expected, a prominent cancer expert is President Trump's pick to run the Food and Drug Administration. Stephen Hahn, a top executive at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, would replace Ned Sharpless, whose term as acting commissioner ended Friday. The Senate committee that oversees FDA is expected to move the nomination quickly. Health, Labor, Education, and Pensions Committee Chairman Lamar Alexander of Tennessee issued a statement welcoming the nomination. So what's next? Mark Scheinson, who heads the FDA practice at Alston and Byrd and was an associate administrator at FDA under Commissioner David Kessler, said Hahn is virtually unknown in Washington, which will lead to numerous requests for pre-confirmation hearing meetings. He's clearly qualified, Scheinson says. Ricardo de Carvajal, a lawyer at Hyman Phelps and McNamara in Washington, D.C., and former associate chief counsel at FDA, said Han will have a steep learning curve. We'll see how much he's willing to trust the career staffers. The bottom line, if confirmed, Han's agenda will include finishing implementation of the Food Safety Modernization Act and carrying out a White House directive to smooth the way for new products of agriculture biotechnology to get to market. FDA has so far resisted appeals from the livestock industry to change the way it regulates genetically engineered livestock. He also will have to oversee FDA's development of regulations for CBD products and an ongoing effort to improve food safety through the use of new technologies. And by the way, four former FDA commissioners wrote to Trump in September urging him to nominate Sharpless, who had been the acting post since Scott Gottlieb resigned in April. FDA finds new romaine outbreak. Federal officials have announced another E. coli outbreak in romaine lettuce, but the agency says it's already over. The traceback investigation pointed to romaine produced by farms on the central California coast, but the source of the contamination was never found. That according to FDA and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The FDA said in a statement that the public was not alerted earlier because the outbreak was over and the lettuce was past its shelf life, so there was nothing for consumers to do. No illnesses were reported after September 8th, well before the CDC started investigating the case on September 17th. Now keep in mind, the agency said information about such outbreaks that consumers can't act upon ordinarily wouldn't become public until a follow-up study is published months later. In this case, the agency said it decided to announce the outbreak, quote, in order to ensure full awareness by the public. Some 23 people reported infected with the E. coli strain 015787 in 12 states. Another take. Michael Hansen, a senior staff scientist at Consumer Reports, acknowledged that FDA doesn't announce every outbreak. But he said there have been so many major outbreaks linked to Romaine. In this case, the agency should have made an announcement sooner and let consumers decide for themselves whether they wanted to continue eating it. Here's today's He Said It. The issues have narrowed. We know what needs to get done, and we're getting closer every day. That Wisconsin Democrat, Ron Kind, on the state of negotiations between the White House and House Democrats over USMCA. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, November 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.